Welcome back to another episode of Mr. Mysteries in Black and White with your two hosts, Josh and Ed. Hello. First things first, as always. Ed, how you been, mate? Well, uh, last couple of days since I've seen you. Oh, no, we need we need a new <laughs> thing now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, no, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Please, bank holiday. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm fucking over the moon with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, not been too bad. Yourself, mate? Yeah, just like you said in the last couple of days, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we need a new we need a new thing to say. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, this week we are talking about the Philippines mythology. Yeah. Um, before we get into that, I just want to say a couple of things. First, um, thoughts and prayers go out to the victims of the Maui uh, wildfires. Yeah. Um, horrific. If you look at the before and after pictures of what the resort and like the whole area used to look like to yeah. now, it is ridiculous and i think what we just uh looked up about it is 338 or 388 people missing hopefully they are found yeah as many as possible if not all of them and yeah thoughts and prayers go out to the victims who have lost loved ones or lost their homes and all sorts of things like that uh it just gets me right like how many massive wildfires there's been like in recent times i know it's ridiculous ridiculous and like Like, what is going on i know all right i've got to be careful how i say this right there's a load of people like climate control and everything that will jump on the bandwagon of this like yeah yeah, well this is why we need to sort something out yes we do yeah yeah yeah. climate control yeah 100 percent unbeliever we're we're at the point of no return yeah but that doesn't necessarily mean this is what's caused it i mean like we just said about the australian wildfire Mm. it was caused by gender reveal had nothing to do with the weather no. It was simply just dry land on a gender reveal, yeah. boom, one little spark, that's all it takes. Yeah. No, mm. yeah. And that's the sad reality of it. It's like it where like it with the Californian ones and yeah. stuff like that. When stuff get when brush and everything gets so dry, it just takes next to nothing. Exactly. You so know, like it. I said, like thoughts and prayers go out to the victims and mm. everything like that, hopefully majority of them people have found if yeah. not all of them and um begin the rebuild yeah exactly uh not forever another thing i want to mention coming from a selfish point of view is we recently did a podcast with nuclear medicine men yeah on their on their on their um platforms yeah i'll leave a link in the description and like a tag and everything please do go check him out brilliant lad yeah um, we had a good laugh, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. Really good laugh. He, he <clears throat> like he. When it comes to conspiracy theories, that man, he, he oh, goes, he puts me to shame. Yeah, he goes well in. Yeah, he put, <laughs> he puts me to shame. He says, "I'll go down a rat hole." He says, "Hold my beer." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to the point where he was saying, "What about? What do you think about this? What do you think about that?" And I'm going, huh? "Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have a clue what he was on about." Like, yeah, no, I'd like, never heard of half of them. I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah, he's, hell, he's this guy's on another level. Yeah, he's very dedicated, and it, it, it's refreshing to see. Like, say we—that was the first time we ever spoke to him. Like, yeah, we, we we've communicated over Instagram, like in like to go on mm-hmm. and everything. We was like, yeah, what buzz? <laughs> and um, yeah, so this was the first time we like ever spoke to him, and he he was so comforting, like how to speak to him and everything. Like it just rolled so well. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to more interviews more work together and in the near future yeah 100 percent. so yeah please do go give him a listen and yeah. a follow brilliant lad mm. if you like our content you'll love his yeah you know if you love conspiracy theories you'll definitely love you'll his. definitely love him because he <laughs> like i say he is dedicated and yeah it's, it's refreshing to see like and it, i think as well because way me and you are because we see try and see things as logically as possible mm-hmm. sometimes having like a mind that it goes beyond that, like things outside the box. Yeah, it it does help us in a way. Yeah, hundred percent. It broadens our horizons and everything. So that was yeah. yeah so he is very interesting. And one one thing I'll give him credit for is 
He won't just say, yeah, I believe this and leave it at that. Yeah, He, exactly. he will go like, this is why I believe it. It's like X, Y, Z. Yeah. Exhibit A. This yeah. is why I believe. Yeah, and also this. even if he does believe it, he also shows that side of skepticism as well. Yeah, because if it's not proven, you can't really say hundred percent. And he is very much like that. Yeah, and I, I, and I appreciate that very much. Though, yeah, because we're the same. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, please do go give him a listen and a follow. Yeah, but like I said, this week we are talking about Philippines mythology. Filipino mythology. Yeah, boy. So yeah, Josh, I'll let you go. Okay, <laughs> so, first thing I've got is how the world was made, according to Filipino mythology. Yeah. So, thousands of years ago, there was no land, nor sun, nor moon, nor stars. The fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and the world was only a great sea of water. Oh, alright. Wet. <laughs> ah, but is water wet? No, it's not. Nah, it's no, not. Yeah. It's not. All right, all right. Water is not wet. No. <laughs> you don't say fire's on fire, do you? <laughs> yeah, but you say fire's hot. Yeah, but and then you'd say it's water cold. No, always, because you get hot water. Baths and nut. It's hot water, isn't it? <laughs> Baths and nut. <laughs> <laughs> And the world was only a great sea of water, above which stretched the sky. The water was the kingdom of the god. You know how I took the piss out of you for. Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> Come on, then. <laughs> Let it rip. Mag. Magwanan. Mag. Mag. Maguayan. <laughs> Magoyan. Magoyan. Majuli. Call it a Filipino mythology that was Ali G. And Majuli. Oh, yeah. Magoyan. We'll say, we'll go with Magoyan. Magoyan. And the sky was ruled by the great god Captain. <laughs> I'm not saying that retardedly. It literally says, "Yeah, yeah, no, it does. Look at me. I am the captain now. Ca- I am captain." <laughs> <laughs> Magoyan had a daughter called Lindigat. Lindigat. I'm sorry. You scared again? <laughs> Lindigat. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The, Lindgat the Sea. Huh? Where? Had a daughter called Lingat the Sea. Is that what it means? No, the thing? sea and Captain. So, oh, so it's, it's, the sea it's, and Captain yeah. had a son known as. What? <laughs> had a son known as. Lee. <laughs> Fuck of me if. Lil, Lee Hanging. Lee Hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Right, what are you so, doing? We're hanging. <laughs> so Captain, fuck the sea. <laughs> no wonder the sea's so salty. <laughs> yes! Get in! Oh, yes! And that. <laughs> <laughs> Had a son known as Langin, the wind. <laughs> Lee Hangin. Lee Hangin, sorry. The gods agreed to the marriage of their children, so the sea became the bride of the wind. Three sons and a daughter were born to them. The sons were called, you are having a fucking laugh, Lekali Bhutan. Lekali Bhutan. Yeah, no. Nah. Well, I don't know why I'm looking. Like, Liad, Liad, Liad Lo and Libulan. <laughs> What's that second one again? Liadlo. <laughs> Liadlo. What's wrong with Jeremy, Bob, and Terry? Yeah, <laughs> Cheyenne or something like fucking. If you're feeling a bit adventurous, go Siobhan. They're spelled Simbahan. But do you know what I mean? What, what? What's this shit? I'm sorry if there's anyone called Siobhan who listens to us. We, we Your name's Simbahan. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it's the least word-looking word I've ever seen in my life. How the fuck is Siobhan got a B in it? <laughs> Yeah, but knife has a K in it. Yeah, but that's sort of... <laughs> Siobhan. 
S I O B. Shiv. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, but it, it, no, it should be Kniffy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> <and> Siobhan. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the songs were called The Cali Bhutan, Liadlo, and Libulan. <laughs> and the daughter received the name Lisuga. Lisuga. Yeah. Bhutan had a body of rock and was strong and brave. Liadlo was formed of gold and was always happy. I bet he was. He was rich. Hmm. And Libulan was made of copper and was weak and timid. They got the short end of the straw. <laughs> yeah. And the beautiful Lisuga had a body of pure silver and was sweet and gentle. The parents were very fond of them and nothing was wanting to make them happy. After a time, Lahangin died and left the control of the winds to his eldest son, Lekalibutan. The faithful wife, Lidigat. It does sound like I'm scattered. (laughs) (laughs) Soon followed her husband and the children, now grown up, were left without a father or mother. However, their grandfathers, Captain and Magoyan, took care of them and guarded them from all evil. After a time, Lekalibutan, proud of his um, power over the winds, resolved to gain more power and asked his brothers to join him in an attack on Captain in the sky above. It's a bit harsh. Why do you want to chef your granddad? Arseholes. At first, they refused. But when Lekalibutan became angry with them, the amiable Liadlo, not wishing to offend his brother, agreed to help. And then together they included the timid Libulan to join in the plan. Libulan had a plan. (laughs) When all was ready, the three brothers rushed at the sky, but they could not beat down the gates of steel that guarded the entrance. Then Lekalibutan let loose the strongest winds and blew the bars in every direction. The brothers rushed into the opening, but they were met with an angry god, uh, Captain. So terrible did he look that he turned and ran in terror. But Captain, furious at the destruction of his gate, sent three bolts of lightning after them. The first struck the copper Libulan and melted him into a ball. The second struck the golden Liadlo and he was he too was melted. The third bolt struck the Calibutan and his rocky body broke into many pieces and fell into the sea. So huge was he that parts of his body stuck out above the water and became what is known as land. land. Yeah, you, yeah, I was waiting for that. So we're all walking about on some fucking old god that wanted to piss off his granddad. Yeah. Right out. <laughs> Fuck, he was massive then, weren't he? He was a big Donny. Hang on then, right. So how were they all able to walk back? Because if one's gold and one's copper, like... What were they doing? Were they just swimming everywhere? Oh, well, yeah. Make of that what you will. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, the gentle Lasuga had missed her brothers and started to look for them. She went towards the sky, but as she approached the bro- broken gates, Captain, blind with anger, struck her too with lightning, Jeez. and her silver body broke into thousands of pieces. It's a bit harsh. She was only looking for her brothers. Granddaddy's seen my brothers. Fuck off, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) You're one of them. (laughs) Captain now come and then came down from the sky and tore the sea apart, calling on Maguyan to come come to him and accusing him of ordering the attack on the sky. Soon Maguyan appeared and answered that he knew nothing of the plot as he had been asleep far down in the sea. After a time, he succeeded in calm in the angry captain together they wept at the loss of their grandchildren especially the gentle and beautiful lesuga well you're the one that fucking done her in yeah but he was in blind rage weren't he but with all their power they could not restore the dead to life however they gave each body a beautiful light that will shine forever and so it was that the golden liadlo became the sun the copper Lebulan, the moon and while the thousands of pieces of silver Lesuga uh, shined as the stars of heaven. To wicked uh, Lekalibutan, the gods gave no light but resolved 
to make his body support a new race of people. So Cap then gave Magoyan a seed and he planted it on the land, which, as you well remember, was part of Le Calibutan's huge body. Mm-hmm. Soon a bamboo tree grew up and from the hollow um, of one of its branches, a man and a woman come out. Adam and Eve. The man was Sakalak and the woman was called Sikabe. They were the parents of the human race. Their first child was a son who they called Libo or Libo. Right. Why is it with every mythology <laughs> is incest? <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. They're the parents of human race. Yeah. So basically brothers fuck sisters. Yep. So whatever you do in any kind of mythology, they've just got a weird kink for incest. <laughs> Which is quite ironic, really, because if that's like what started everything, but then in most religions, incest is frowned upon. Exactly. So you go, you're going against yourselves. We're not saying do it. (laughs) We're not saying big up incest. I'm just saying (laughs) no. Practice what you preach. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You pretty much just gave them an order. If you go by that mythology, you're going home and sorting your sibling out. <laughs> no, please don't. No, 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 no. That's illegal. It's frowned upon in many. <laughs> Afterwards, they had a daughter who was known as Saman. Pandaguan. Padawan. Padawan! Was a younger son, and he had a son called Arium. Pandaguan was very clever and intent, um, invented the trap to catch fish. The very first thing he caught was a huge shark. Of course it was. <laughs> when he brought it to land, it looked so great and fierce that he thought it was surely a god. And he at once ordered his people to worship it. Soon all gathered around and began to sing and pray to the shark. Suddenly, the sky and sea opened up, and the gods came out and ordered Pandaguan. Hang on, hang on. He caught a shark, right? So I said, a tiger shark. So yeah. They brought it on land, and they're like, oh, we've got to pray to it. They're all singing and praying to it. And the shark's just like, let me just go back, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Either kill me or let can me go he, home. Can he breathe? <laughs> Captain! <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> What's funny you should say that? Because suddenly the sky and sea opened up and the gods came out and ordered Pandawan to throw the shark back into the sea and to worship none but them. <laughs> See, I know. All were afraid except Pandaguan. He grew uh, very bold and answered that the shark was as big as the gods. And that since he had been able to overpower it, he would also be able to conquer the gods. You're taught silly buggers now, boy. <laughs> and then Captain, hearing this, struck Pandawan with a small thunderbolt, for he did not wish to kill him, but merely teach him a lesson. And then he and Magoyan decided to punish these people by scattering them over the earth. So they carried um, some to one land and some to another. Many children were afterwards born, and thus the earth became inhabitable inhabited in all parts mm-hmm. Pandaguan did not die after lying on the ground for 30 days he regained his strength but his body was blackened from the lightning and all of his descendants ever since that day mm. have been black <laughs> I'm a descendant of a lightning bolt <laughs> well, what you, do you mean your ancestors shouldn't have prayed to a shark <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, am I actually reading this shit? <laughs> oh my days. I, I love. Mean, I'll I, give him credit, it's creative. I love the stories. <laughs> I love the stories because it's just so mad. It's like, fucking creative, I'll give J- him that. J.K. Rowling ain't got shit on these. <laughs> Whoever come up with these kind of stories, he, she ain't got shit on them. <laughs> his first son, Arion, was taken north as he had been born before his father's punishment. He did not lose his colour, and all his people, therefore, are white. (laughs) Libo and Salmon were carried south, where the hot sun scorched their bodies and caused all their descendants to be a brown colour. What am I? Am I a lightning bolt victim or am I... Have I got a tan? What's going on? 
what's happening right now? I'm, oh, I ain't getting involved, <laughs> mate. Because I... <laughs> I prefer, not li- to, I prefer not to speak. Yeah, I'll get lynched. <laughs> oh my fucking god! But you got to think it's quite clever how they've done it, like to create all the different races. Yeah. <laughs> but fucking come on! It is a bit mad. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh my god! A son of salmon and a daughter of Sikalak were carried east, where the land at first was so lacking in food that they were compelled to eat clay. On this account, their children and their children's children <laughs> have always been yellow oh. in colour. Oh, no. And so the world came to be made and peopled. The sun and moon shone in the sky and the beautiful stars lit up the night. Over the land on the bodies of the en- envious Lakalabutan, the children of Sikalak and Sakabi had grown great in numbers. May they live in peace forever and brotherly love. Well, these are some racist, <laughs> incestuous sons of bitches. <laughs> right. I'll just love it, right? They, oh my they God. saw an Eastern person and they went, hmm. You've been eating clay. <laughs> and then it looked like someone down south and went, hmm, you've been burned. Yeah. <laughs> and to Africa or somewhere. And then, <laughs> you've just been fucked by a lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've been praying to sharks, are you? <laughs> there you go. So anyone out there that's, you know, mixed race, just don't say I'm black, just say... I'm sunburnt. <laughs> and then anyone that's genuine black, don't say I'm black, say I'm lightning bolted. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're of Asian descendants, just say you're a clay eater. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my god. I think out of all the mythology I've ever read, <laughs> that's the most racist one I've ever heard. It's just, it gets worse when you think like it went from. Complete incestuary. Well, no, like murder and everything. Yeah. To incestuary, to racism. What the fuck? <laughs> they, they're well thought out. I'll give oh, them yeah. <laughs> they weren't selfish when you think about it. Like, like They, they made sure everyone was included. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. I can't believe what I've just read. <laughs> Right, well, these are some of the gods that are surrounded with Filipino mythology. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'm not... <laughs> Hopefully, these are somewhat sane. So, first we have Batala or Bathala. Yeah. Supreme god and creator deity. Known as Batala Makapal. Lemilka. I said leukemia. <laughs> and Abba. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> right. Oh, I hate them Swedish fucks. I hate Abba. Like, I was going to say, you have to say that because if that gets cut, yeah. I hate them Swedish fucks. <laughs> no, no, no. I love Sweden. Big up Abramovich. <laughs> no, he's Russian. Ibrahimovic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who I meant. Ibrahimovic, Freddie Jumberg, he was Swedish. But oh. no. I'll just. Like, I get why people like because there has been a couple of times I've been in like the van coming home from work and an ABBA song comes I was going to say, some of I'm their like, songs are catchy. But, but then a lot of the time I'm just like, I can't stand them. Nah. I just really can't. I can't do it. An enormous being, being control over thunder, lightning, flood, fire, thunder, and earthquakes. Presides over lesser deities and uses spirits to inter, intercede, intercede, In, intercede, intercede between uh, divinities and mortals. Referred by Muslims, what? Oh. As Anatala, the oh my fucking go on boy, Pigma mannequin, <laughs> is attributed to uh, Bathala. Next we have. I'm in a ca- I'm in a cable. I'm in a cable. <laughs> I- I'm in a cable. 
Originally, this god was worshipped as the god of hunters. In more modern stories, he has become associated as the ill-tempered god of the sea. Replacing Amans uh, Sanaya among of the first generation gods, aside from Bafala. He was never married after his love was spurned by beautiful mortal maiden uh, Maganda. In frustration, he swore vengeance against the humans by sending turbulent waves and horrible tempests in order to wreck boats and drown men. Jesus. Bit harsh, mate. In. Idianelli. Idianelli? Yeah, I'll go with that. The goddess of labour and good deeds. Natives used to call for her guidance in order to make their work successful. She married Dimagan and had two offspring. Dimagan, the god of good harvest, he was married to Idianelli and had two offspring. Ecapati. A cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) Now I prefer coffee, boss. No, I'm a tea drinker. Yeah, 100%. You're a coffee drinker? Yeah, I like both, but... Tea is good. But so is coffee. I don't know. You used to always have a cup of coffee before you started a podcast. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've got a coffee machine sitting right up there, so Yeah. yeah, probably coffee. The goddess of cultivated land, she was the most understanding and kind among the deities of Bafala. Her gift to man was agriculture. As a benevolent giver of food and prosperity, she was respected and loved by the people. From her came fertility of fields and health of flocks and herds. Icapati was said to have married Mapulon, god of seasons. (laughs) Mapulon. Fuck's sake! Yeah, you can't say shit anymore, mate. <laughs> they, they had a daughter named... I want to say analogy, but that's not analogy. Anna Galay. Pretty much like analogy. Yeah. We'll call her analogy. <laughs> Who became the goddess of lost things. When analogy attained maidenhood, she married... Dumakulin. <laughs> oh, an African. Dumakulin. <laughs> Son of... Idianale and Dumagan, by whom she had two children, Apalake, who became the god of the sun and patron of warriors, and Dian Masalanta, who became goddess of lovers. Honestly, changed. What's wrong with. I don't know. Makes more romantic. What, when you can't fucking say them? (laughs) Yeah, but I bet if you did that, you might sound all right. Yeah, we've probably butchered them and it's yeah, like yeah. completely different. Yeah, we've we got no more listeners in the no. Philippines. <laughs> Le, Le Capiti, often combined with Icapiti from... What? From Jacano's Tagalog Pantheon. Mm. Le Capiti was a major fertility deity. During sacrifices made in a new field, the farmer would hold up a child <laughs> and say, Le Capiti... Pakanin, Moi, Mo, Yarin, Alipin, Mo, Huagmong, Guthamin, which stands for Lakapati, feed this thy slave, let him not hunger. Yeah, it's basically saying he's like a slave of the land. Ah, uh, I was saying he's a poor child. Prominent among deities who received full blown sacrifices were fertility gods. The Capiti, fittingly represented by a... Oh, my God. Just want to think it was starting to sound sane. Mm, go on. Prominent among deities who received full-blown sacrifices were fertility gods. The Capiti, fittingly represented by a hermaphrodite image with both male and female parts, was worshipped in the fields at planting time. <laughs> For fuck's sake! You people are moving <laughs> mad. I respect it. And the last one is Mapulon, the god of seasons and husband of uh, Icapati, of whom they had a daughter. 
fuck's sake. So, all of us, we've got child, or grandparent killing children. Mm-hmm. We've got incest. Mm-hmm. We've got racism. Mm-hmm. And we've got hermaphrodites. Mm-hmm. I agree. This is the maddest mythology I've ever read in my entire life. you got to respect it. <laughs> Creativity respect it. is up there. I'll but give honestly, them credit. They make Game of Thrones look like... <laughs> Look like a child book. Honestly, they should have written season eight. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> I can't believe some of the words that should come out of my mouth about this. Like, yeah, I know. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my days. Like, this is no disrespect to anyone that like follows this and believes in this, but even you've got to admit, this is fucking mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't like look at it and be like, Nah, this is genuine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing it does show. Fucking hell, Christianity ain't that boring <laughs> compared to that. Well, yeah. <laughs> what have we got? We've got some Donnie that <clears throat> fucking died and then just woke up on a cross and some geezer that can split a seat. What they do? They got like Ephrodite some racists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it kind of makes it more believable. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Jesus turned water into wine. <laughs> He's turned his grandson into the earth. <laughs> well, yeah, true. <laughs> into fair. land. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> that, yeah. No, there was that big boat. He made black people with a lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with it really, can <laughs> So, Ed, mm. after that fucking pure madness, please... This is. Do you know what's mad is that the creatures are probably more sane than the actual fucking mythology. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Well, I don't know. You, you, I, we'll find I've out. got two. One of them, I'd say, is fairly believable because it's actually been classed as a cryptid. Oh, right. Not just a mythical beast. Yeah, and that is called the Aswang. Which, yeah, I remember you have mentioned before. Yeah, I have mentioned. It's a ghoul or vampire type kind of creature, and its first sighting was in fifteen hundreds. Right. Um. An Aswang is a cryptid in Filipino folklore. An Aswang is an inherently evil werewolf and vampire-like creature and is the subject of a wide variety of myths and stories. Spanish colonists noted that the Aswang was the most feared among the mythical creatures of the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Even in the 16th century, the myth of the Aswang is well known throughout the Philippines except in the Locos region which is the only region that does not have an, an equivalent myth. It's especially popular in Western Visayan, no, Visayan region, such as Capiz, Lo- Loilo. I don't know if I could say that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll say it for you. Yeah, thank you. It depends how they pronounce it, because, I mean, that's spelt Negroes. <laughs> but that could be Negros. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh, oh. Or Negros. Yeah. 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 But. Behold, Masturbate. 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 Aklan and Antique. Mind you, actually, going back to all this mythology, that probably does say Negros. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Other regional names for the Aswang include Tick Tick, <laughs> Whack Whack, <laughs> and Sock Sock. <laughs> Which is the noise it makes when chasing prey. I think you'd be scared of that. Tick, 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 Oh, Philippine mythology. Oh, I fucking love this. It's my favourite mythology now. I love it. Fuck Norse and Greece. This one's the Don. Aswang, or Aswang, is derived from the Sanskrit word Azura, which means demon. Sometimes this creature is called Balbal, or Ghoul, uh, Meninilong, <laughs> in Katunoan Kazon, um, which replaces the cadaver with banana trunks after consumption. Aswang stories and definitions vary greatly from region to region and person to person, and no particular set of characters characteristics can be ascribed to the term however the term is mostly used interchangeably with the mananangal right which i'm also covering yeah 
and the creature is also usually depicted as a female. Aswang is a generic term applied to all types of witches, vampires, manananggals, shapeshifters, and werebeasts. So an Aswang is not just one thing. It's, it's just a variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aswang stories and definitions vary greatly from region to region and person to person. And no particular set of characteristics... Have I just read that? Yeah, I have. <laughs> Sorry about that. The wide variety of descriptions in the Aswang stories make it difficult to settle upon a fixed definition of Aswang appearances or activities. However, <clears throat> several common themes... You yeah, I just shuddered. <laughs> Come on, I'm a storyteller's good, but Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that again. <laughs> However, several common themes that differentiate Aswangs from other mythological creatures do emerge. Aswangs are shapeshifters. Stories recount Aswangs living as regular townspeople. As regular townspeople, they are quiet, shy, and elusive. At night, they can transform into creatures such as a cat, pig, bird, or most often, a dog. What so, other mythology does that re- re- remind you of? They can trans- they're a shapeshifter. Mm. They oh, a- Egypt. No. I'm thinking one I have covered. <clears throat> what, mythology? Well, no. I have co- but I have covered on... Oh, um, um, Skinwalker. Yeah. Does remind me of a Skinwalker. Uh... And most often a dog. They enjoy eating unborn fetuses oh, and small hell. children, favouring livers and hearts. Some have long probuses, 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 which they use to suck the children out of their mother's wombs or, the, or their homes. Hell. Some are so thin they can hide themselves behind a bamboo post. They are fast and silent. Some also make noises, like the tick-tick. The name was derived from the sound it produces. Which are louder the further away the Aswang is. Which reminds me of the, the Wendigo. Wendigo yeah. <clears throat> um, to, confuse his pote- uh, to confuse his potential victim. And the boo-boo, an aggressive kind of Aswang, that makes a, la- makes a sound of a laying hen at midnight. They may also replace their live victims or stolen cadavers with doppelgangers made from tree trunks or other plant materials. They're creative. Yeah. This facsimile will return uh, to the victim's home only to become sick and die. And Aswang will also have bloodshot eyes, the result of staying up all night searching for houses where, where wakes are held to steal the bodies. Let's say <clears throat> these are different kinds of Aswang now. Mm-hmm. I won't go into the Mananangal because I'm doing that on its own. Yeah. But yeah, one is the Mananangal. Two is a Tick Tick, sometimes known as a Whack Quack, which I said before. <laughs> Giant humanoid crows who belong to witches or Makukulum to stop. To stop them, one must remove the crow that is inside of their mu- of their stomachs. I thought it said mustaches. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, but of the stomachs. The buzzsaw resembles human in appearance and behaviour. They are corpse thieves slash grave robbers. Uh, it dwells in cemeteries, sometimes steals fresh corpses from, fu- from funerals or tragic accidents, like car crashes. Their weakness is salt. Or the boo-boo... There's an Aswang with bloodshot eyes that makes the sound of a laying hen at midnight. Why midnight? <laughs> Everything happens at midnight. <laughs> Did you know they actually have an Aswang festival? They actually? Yeah. In October 29th to 30, 2004, Capiz in inaugurated the Aswang festival, organised by non-governmental group Dugo Capizon. Capizon. Incorporated, it was a Halloween-like fiesta as a prelude to All Souls Day and All Saints Day festivals. It was, however, condemned by the Catholic hierarchy and some local officials as an act of adoring the devil. When former Capiz government, Vincente Bermejo, assumed office as mayor of Roxas City in July 2007, the controversial festival was stopped. Canada's high banks entertainment 
Limited filmmaker Jordan Clark travelled to Capiz to film a documentary entitled Aswang, A Journey into Myth, shot entirely in Victoria, British Columbia's downtown. The docu-movie the docu suspense film stars Filipina-Canadian stage actress Janice Santos-Valdez and a special appearance from Marcial Soriano. The documentary proceeds will help raise funds to help restore power in Olatayan Island, Roxas City, and support patients of dystonia, Parkin Parkinsonism, and Capiz. Capiz has the highest prevalence at 21.94 slash 100,000 cases, which translates to one for every 4,000 men. Uh, Aklan has the next highest rate, which is 7.72 per 100,000 figures, suggests that XDP is is endemic in Pan in Panay, particularly in Capiz. Some believe that dystonia was the origin of the belief in the existence of the Aswang, especially during the times in the past when disorders like dystonia were yet to be diagnosed and understood in the Philippines. Some people assume that individuals afflicted with dystonia were Aswangs. Some physical manifestations of dystonia resemble the typical characteristics of an Aswang thus giving the illusion of a sufferer being an Aswang. Right. <clears throat> Which, it just seems like that's a lot when it comes to, like, monsters and everything, like, with humanoid monsters. It's always, like, an illness or yeah. something like that, what's created, what yeah. they created. It's like when um, people resort to cannibalism in Canada and everything like that, being in the cold winters and everything, then they would be classed as Wendigos. Wendigos, yeah. And stuff like that, because they would do to agree which still baffles me that that genuinely happened like can you remember that like uh plane crash mm -hmm. and they were stuck up there for weeks yeah and they had to end up eating like the corpses, the, the corpses. Yeah, it's yeah. just like imagine having to go through that won't bother me what if it was one of the boys <laughs> game's a game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you imagine it just plane crash like, oh, fuck, right, who are eating? <laughs> There's a coconut tree there. Who are eating? <laughs> the rescue's going to be here in five minutes. Who we eating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get this plane to crash for me not eating someone. Because <laughs> they, they got away with it, didn't they? Because yeah. it was survival. Yeah. It wasn't like they murdered them or anything either. It's literally, it was that or they all die. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, you do. Um, I think it, that, that did go to court because it was an um, American football team, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that did go to court, but because of the situation, they got they, away with yeah. it. Which would be harsh if you sentenced them. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. I'd understand in a way. Thing but is, at the same time, it's like, well... We would have died. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We but were fucking starving. In some ways, because like, it's difficult to say if they were murdered or not. They can't say... No, like, they can't prove it, can they? They can't prove... No, he died in a crash, because, yeah, that's just a good alibi. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Or, or they could have all survived, but they looked at little Timmy and were like... <laughs> You're getting it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> You're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> but, no... It's a difficult one until you're in that situation. You have no idea what you'd do. No. It's... I just thought, how'd they cook it? Well, they could make a fire. What, in a snowy mountain? Yeah. Where you could get wood from? Well, you do get trees on mountains. That is true. And as well, I think they just got anything, even like the seats and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I suppose you're going to burn that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, you find stuff, something to burn. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just your mate on like a rotisserie just he's nearly done <laughs> and he died now <laughs> yeah the other based in about <laughs> I'm having the leg <laughs> just go check under flight uh, seat 42 I think there's some seasoning under there <laughs> some fucking salt pepper in <laughs> salt baying your best mate <laughs> But no, I can't think of it. If, yeah, if I was that hungry, I think I would eat someone. Yeah. Let's just hope the shit don't hit the fan then. <laughs> oh, oh, what were them cannibals called in 
on Walking Dead. I, thought, oh. I swear they had a name. Terminus. They? Yeah, Terminus, yeah. I've been wanting them. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So next we're talking about the Mananangal, which I quite like saying, the Mananangal. <laughs> um, <coughs> the Mananangal is a self-segmenter. It's a Filipino... You'll find out. Oh. A Filipino Aswang. Which is an which we covered, which is an evil spirit mm-hmm. that detaches her torso from her lower half and then takes flight during the nights to eat infants. Why you gotta dismount yourself? <laughs> What's the point in that? Just fly with the rest of you. <laughs> nah, that makes it more interesting. <laughs> uh, the creature's name was derived from the Filipino word tangal, which means to separate, because of the mananangal's ability to separate us itself from its lower body to feed the self segmenter chooses to isolate uh, chooses an isolated place where she will leave her lower torso while she hunts at night when she separates from her lower torso she then gains her ability to fly she then goes off in search of houses where pregnant women reside upon choosing a suitable victim the mananangal alights on the house and inserts her tongue through the roof the tongue is long, hollow, and extremely flexible. She uses it to puncture the womb of a sleeping woman and suck out the fetus. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, right? Obviously, it's horrific. But just picture it. You're walking down the street. You just see half her torso just going... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> At other times, she seduces men with her beauty and lures them to a private place before eating them alive. She usually eats the insides like the heart, stomach, or the liver. A Mananangal can also be a sorceress that visit uh, sorceress that visits villages and barrios. In in some stories, the Wakwak and or the Sigbin are kept by them as either pets or servants. Um. <clears throat> the Mananangal is described as being an older, beautiful woman capable of severing its upper torso in order to fly into the night with huge bat-like wings and prey on an unsuspected sleeping pregnant woman in their homes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, sunlight, uh, the weaknesses is sunlight is deadly to the Mananangal when she's in her monstrous form. Should her two halves still be separated w- with the coming of dawn, she will be destroyed. According to legend, to destroy a Mananangal, one should search for for the lower torso that she leaves behind during her nightly hunts. Salt, ash, and garlic should be should then be placed on the exposed flesh, preventing the monster from combining again and leaving it vulnerable to sunlight. Small containers of salt, ash, and or, and raw rice, and the smell of burning rubber are said to deter the Mananangal from approaching one's house. Which is a bit mad. Yeah. But there's one thing it hasn't mentioned. Like, yeah, it separates the torso. And all of its entrails, like, its intestines, they're free, are hanging out. Lovely. Yeah, it is horrible to look. Like, when I've seen pictures, well, not actual pictures, but drawings and that of it, it is disgusting. It's got, like, needle teeth, you know, like, like normal ones. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, like, having, like, its arms and everything, but, yeah, like, Having its all its entrails just hanging out, lovely bleeding, and yeah, it's a bit mad. <laughs> um, there are other vampire-like creatures in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. The Tadalog Mandurigo, or bloodsucker, is a variety of the Aswang that takes the form of an attractive girl by day and develops wings and a long, hollow, thread-like tongue by night. The tongue is used to suck up blood from a sleeping victim. Um, they use an Elongated proboscis like tongue to suck. Why is it with fetuses? Isn't it? From the preg- from these pregnant women, they also prefer to eat entrails, specifically the heart and the liver, and the phlegm of sick people. Oh! I don't know why that's the bit that's most grim. They're eating fetuses and that, but phlegm, nah, I draw the line at that. Yeah. Eat as many fetuses and entrails as you want. Just leave Flame alone. <laughs> you dirty pig. <laughs> but 
while um, we was on the thing, I, I mentioned the Sigmund, and I might yeah. as well go and do a little bit of that. So getting an extra one. Cool. Um, it's a vampiric hybrid, usually a, do- a goat or a dog. Mm-hmm. The Sigbin or Sigben is a creature in Philippine mythology said to come out at night to suck the blood of victims from their shadows. It is said to walk backwards, the, the beast, is said to walk backwards with its head lowered between its hind legs and to have the ability to become invisible to other, cre- to other creatures, especially humans. The Sigbin is said to emit a nauseating odour. It is believed to issue forth from its lair during Holy Week. Looking for children that it will kill for their for their hearts, which fashions in their amulets. Mm-hmm. The myth is popularly known in the, Vis- the Visayas Islands and Mindanao. It is also said it looks like a dog, and owned by rich people who hid those creatures in a jar. According to the, the legend, these families are known as Sigbinan, those who own uh, those who own Sigbin. Mm-hmm. Whose members possess the power to command these creatures and are said to keep the Sigbin in jars made of clay. The Aswang are also said to keep them as pets, along with another mythical creature, a bird known as the Wackwack, which, which is that giant crow. Yeah. <coughs> it resembles a hornless goat, so a sheep, <laughs> but has very large ears and it can clap like a pair of hands and a long flexible tail that can be used as a whip. In some stories, its feet are facing the wrong way, which is why it walks backwards. This thing's fucked. Yeah. (laughs) There is speculation that the legend may be based on sightings of a natural animal. Species that is rarely seen based on the description of the sickbin in popular literature. The animal species might be related to the kangaroo. Yeah, I mean, ears, yeah, but they don't exactly walk backwards. No. With the recent discovery in the island of Borneo of the cat fox, a potential new species of carnivore described as having hind legs that are longer than its front legs, it has been po- uh, postulated that the reported sightings of Sigbin may actually be sightings of a member of, of or relative of the cat fox species. Um, one of the pictures, these are creatures which some in the Philippines still claim to see this day. A particular note was when a sigbin was said to have captured, captured in Seba, or Keba, whatever it's called, and a few pictures were taken, which have been include, included. Oh, no, I think that's just a dog with mange. <laughs> I was going to say this. Hey, it was like from Sightings. Are you sure it weren't a sheep with polio? Yeah, no, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck off right yeah you ain't seen a picture <laughs> sorry about that my phone's decided to shit itself <laughs> fucking samsung just bite the bullet and go iphone no <laughs> never <laughs> I ain't a sheep. Yeah, but you've already... You're not a thingy my mob. I just hate technology. <laughs> you won't have that issue. Yeah, no, if I just don't have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, so there was three uh, mythological creatures there, which some are still seeing today. Mm-hmm. So you can say that with a lot of the myths, though. A lot of... like, like Not just Philippines, not just... Chinese or a you know all, yeah. a lot of mythologies that still have these mythological creatures what people said to still see yeah you know like uh like dragons yeah people still to the, to this day oh have you ever uh, been on TikTok and it's just like it's got that bloke he's got a really cool voice but it's like the what was it like the CIA have just released photos or videos of mi- these mythological creatures and one of them was a dragon I've never seen such fake shit in all my life <laughs> there was one I'll have to try and find it for you but there was one and it was a dra- it was a Chinese dragon yeah didn't move like, all right. it was flying across the sky but it didn't move <laughs> it, was like, it was like that moving <laughs> I was like how, how can he why would you even bother oh. why would you even bother whoever created it created it's just it. Gone, yeah perfect yeah <laughs> like, honestly I've seen better CGI in, sh- in like Sharknado <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. But yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's been an in- it's been an interesting it's episode. It's been a fucking mad episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ on a bike. But um the Aswang interests me because they I could you can pull bits off and re- and relate it to other to other things like the Wendigo yeah. Skinwalker and stuff like that, which I'm big into. I love I love listening to stories and stuff like that. Yeah. Um about about Wendigos and skinwalkers and that. So I, I was very interested in, in the Aswang and it just Yeah. But a lot of mythologies have like shape shifting monster things. Yeah, it's a bit mad. Well, it's probably just taking like inspiration from one another. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But at the same time, it's ancient mythology. It's not like they had fucking coffee with another person. (laughs) It's like doing the test, copying your mate. Just (laughs) yeah, 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 just heavily plagiarized everywhere you go. But that just goes back to the fact that Christianity's so fucking boring. It's so dead compared to these lot. You say that though, but there is like, well, for like from our side, there is like some good beasts and that in there. Like they do mention dragons. I think only once or twice. And then you got the Le- Le- Leviathan. Yeah. Um, Jonah and the whale. Yeah. Uh, what else? There is a few things I can't think right now, but yeah, there is a few things. So they just don't have. Mephrodites and incest. <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't have virgin mothers. That is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but, no, I think that officially wraps up Philippine mythology. <laughs> yeah. Let's say we ain't discussed all of Philippine mythology. No. Like, it's quite interesting. Like I say, like, oh, yeah. Get past all the madness. Yeah. It is quite interesting. And if you do, if you do, like, want to learn more, have at it yeah well that was sort of the basis of what we were like trying to do with this yeah of course season wasn't it because if like if we wanted to talk about everything in one mythology that'd be a whole season in itself like we'd do a whole season on Philippine mythology easily oh god do you know what I mean so just whet your appetite (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) if you're interested you can go and look up some more madness. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> but that's like, especially with the Asian mythology, that's what we're doing. Like when we get into Norse, it's going to be a bit more specific. Yeah, but I think that's because we've got a lot more of an interest in it. Yeah, yeah, what we've had for over a long time. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, that's fair. But no, so next week I believe we are doing Hindu mythology. Yeah. yeah. We've only got two more Asian mythologies to go. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be Hindu and then Japanese. Yeah. yeah, and then we get to talk about the big one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. Which, one, which one's that one? Norse. Norse is Norse. Oh, what well, buzz? So no, thank you very much for watching, uh, Ed. Oh, where? I was, I thought you <laughs> where can they find us? Well, you can find us on Facebook, which is Mr. Mysteries in Black and White. It is a private group, but if you do add to you, add to it, we will accept you. Mm-hmm. I'm half tempted to just make it fucking open. Yeah. So just anyone could then join it. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, which is Mr. Mysteries underscore, like the actual underscore line thing. You can follow us on Twitter, which is Mr. Mysteries one. At, well, at Mr. Mysteries 1. You can follow us on TikTok, which we put a little snippets of, mm-hmm. each, of our episodes on there. Like the, the good bits, the yeah. funny bits, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and I think last week they've been oh, cracking they me up. Brilliant. They've been they cracking brilliant. me up. Um, which is Mr. Mysteries 10. You, uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can follow us on YouTube. <laughs> God, so many. Yeah. Follow us on YouTube, which is just Mr. Mysteries. But the best way to find out is through our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. You can email us, and that could be sightings of cryptids, sightings of ghosts, sightings of UFOs, sightings of anything that is a bit weird and wonderful. Um, your theories on subjects that we've covered. Your criticisms of our podcast episodes. Uh, your praises, which we'd prefer mm-hmm. on the podcast episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and if you've got a, a subject, what you'd like us to do, like us to cover, we'd do that. Because uh, also, we, as well as the podcast itself, we also do uh, On The Hunt, mm-hmm. which is where we talk about it, pretty much stuff what we want to talk about. Um, only one subject each. Yeah. And also, but with that as well, we talk about more um, recent recent events. recent events if we can. If not, it's everything we want to talk about. Yeah, there's no real scripture. No. 
Um, and also, we do a Reacts mm-hmm. uh, video now every week, which it comes out on a Friday. Yeah. The hu- on the Hunt comes out on Wednesdays, and uh, the Reacts come out on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, please check up on our YouTube, through the Facebook, which is best way. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Get on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's everything from my, from what I said. I need to write a script for it, really. (laughs) So, but Josh, where can they listen to us? You can listen to us, um, even though you're listening probably right now, Mm. but you can, if you fancy broadening your eyes and listening on another podcast platform, you can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Podchaser, Player FM, and iHeartRadio. Fantastic. That's what I mean, we're we're got shit going on everywhere yeah boy <laughs> but no yeah please uh share with your friends if they've mm-hmm. got a similar interest even if they haven't we try to be entertaining them yeah they might get into it yeah, you never exactly. know but um yeah so but no i'm uh thank you for listening to us we talk rare bollocks <laughs> but, but all, you guys will love it yeah but again please check out nuclear medicine men yeah he is a fantastic host he welcomed us in we had a good laugh we had yeah. a really good laugh easy talking to and yeah we're going to be going back on there soon yeah very soon yeah so yeah please yeah let them know yeah so but other than that thank you very much for watching or listening or both and we'll see you on the next one bye happy hunting Thank you.